0: Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite.
1: Jungle Tales of Tarzan by Edgar Rice Burroughs Chapter 4 The God of Tarzan among the books of his dead father, in a little cabin by the landlocked harbour, Tarzan of the Apes found many things to puzzle his young head. By much labour and through the medium of infinite patience as well, he had, without assistance, discovered the purpose of the little bugs which ran right upon the printed pages. He had learnt that in many combinations which he found them, they spoke in a silent language, spoke of Strange tongues spoke of wonderful things which a little ape boy could not by any chance fully understand, rousing curiosity, stimulating his imagination, filling his soul with mighty longing for further knowledge. A jet tree had proven itself a wonderful storehouse of, of information when, after several years of tireless endeavour, he had solved the mystery of its purpose and manner of its use. He learned to make the species of game out of it. Following up the st- Super of a young fault, of a new fault through the mazes of the many definitions which each new word required him to consult. It was like following a quarry through the jungle. It was hunting, and Tarzan Apes was in Flefagamore, f- Hansman. There were, of course, certain words which aroused curiosity to a greater extent than others, words which, for one reason or another, excited his imagination. There was one, for example, the meaning which was rather difficult to grasp, his word guard, Tarzan first. Tarzan first had been attracted to it by the fact that it was very short, it commenced with a larger bug then those about it, a, a male jug bug. It was to Tarzan, lowercase letters being females. Another effect which attracted him to this word was the number of e-bugs which figured in its definition supreme identity, creator, upholder of the universe. This must be a very important word indeed. He would have to look into it and he did, Oh, it was still baffled him after many months of thought and study. However, Tarzan counted no time wasted which he devoted to the strange hunting expeditions, to the game preserves of knowledge. For each word and each definition led on, on, and on into strange places, into new worlds, where, with increasing frequency, he met old familiar faces. He always, and always he added to his store of knowledge. Not by the meaning of God, he was yet in doubt. But of the meaning of God, he was yet in doubt. Once he thought he had grasped it, that God was the mighty chief and king of all the Magaragi. you was not quite sure, however, since that would mean that God was mighty than Tarzan, a point at tar- which Tarzan and the Apes, who acquired no eagle in the jungle, was low, could seed. But all the books he had, had there was no picture of God, though no, he found much to confirm belief, his belief that God was a great and all powerful individual. He saw pictures of places where God was worshipped. But never any sign of God. Finally began to wonder if God were not a different were not of a different form than he. At last he determined to set out in question and set out in search of him. He commenced by questioning Magba, who was very old and seen many strange things in a long life. Magamakba being an ape had a facility for calling the trivial. At a time when Gugtu, mistook a sting bug an edible uh, beetle, had made more impression upon Muggar, than all the innumerable greatness of God, which he had witnessed, and which, of course, she had not understood. Nunggong, overhearing Tarzan's of questions, managed to rest his attention long enough for the diversion of the flea-hunting, to advance the theory, that power, which made the lightning and rain, and the thunder, came from Gugu, the moon. He knew this, he said, because the Dundum always was danced in the light to the Gugu. His reasoning, which entirely satisfactory sat- to Numbo, Go and Mangba, Mangoga manga failed failed fully to convince Tarzan, how it gave him a basis for further investigation. And along a new line, he had, he would investigate the moon. That night he clambered, clambered up to the loftiest pinnacle, the tallest jungle giant. The moon was full, a great glory to the great moon. Eight men rode upro- upright upon a slender swaying limb, raised his bronze face to the silver orb. Now he had, that he had clambered to the highest point. When he reached, he discovered to his surprise that Guru it was so far away as when he viewed him from the ground. For the Guru was attempting to elude him. Come, Guru. He cried, "Tarzan apes will not harm you, but will the moons? But still the moons held aloft." Tell me," he continued, "if you be the great king who sends ara a lightning, who makes a great noise, and mighty winds, and sends the waters down the jungle, upon the jungle people when the days are dark and it's cold. Tell me, Guru, are you God?" Of course, he did not pronounce God as you or I would pronounce his name, for Tarzan knew nowt the spoken languages of his English forebears. had the name of his own invention of each of the little bugs which constituted the alphabet, like the apes, he was not such that he merely had a mental image of the things he knew. He must have a word descriptive of each. Reading, he grasped the word in its entirety. But when he spoke the words he had learned from the books, his father. Pronounce each according to the names he had given the various little bugs, which occurred in it. Usually, given a gender prefix for each. Thus, an opposing word, which Tarzan made, of oh, "god," masculine prefix that H is boo. Feminine "mu." Tarzan had na- named "alugo," he pronounced "tuu," and "d" was "mu," so the word "god" evolved itself into. Ball and meet me to In English he succeeded. she Tell uh, me he arrived str- has arrived strange and wonderful spelling of his own name Tarzan. It derived from two ape words Tar and Zan, meaning white skin. It was given him by his foster mother, Carla, the great she ape. When Tarzan put into the written language his own people, he had not yet chanced upon the either white or skin in the dictionary, dictionary but in the primer, he had seen a picture of a white little white boy so he wrote the name his name Babamutamu or He-boy to follow the tiles and strange system of spelling would be laborious as well as futile so we shall in the future as we have in the past adhere to the more familiar forms of our grammar school copybooks. You would tire you to remember that do meant do be to you and row, boy, and when that would to say he boy. when You might prefix the eight masculine gender of sound boo before the entire word and the feminine gender sounding moo before each of the lowercase letters which would go to make up boy. You tire you, you, tire you it would bring me to the 19th hole several strokes under par So Tarzan hagonyed the moon. When due Guru did not ply Tarzan or the ape's wax roof. He swelled his drink chest and bared his fighting fangs, held into his teeth a bark sat like the challenge of the bullweep. You are not Bramutu he cried, You are not a king of the jungle folk. You are not some great Tarzan, mighty fighter, mighty hunter None, there is no great as Tarzan. If there being, a guru Tarzan can kill him. Come down, Guru, great coward, and fight with Tarzan. Tarzan will kill you. I am Tarzan the killer. But the moon made no answer to the boasting of the ape-man. And when a cow came and obscured her face, Tarzan thought that Guru was indeed afraid. He was hiding from him. So he came down out of the trees and woke Go told him how great was Tarzan how he was fighting out of the sky and made him tremble Tarzan spoke to the moon as he for all things large or all sparring to a male to ape folk Nungo was not very much depressed but he was very sleepy so he told Tarzan to go away and leave his betters alone but where shall I find God insisted Tarzan you are very old Is it, if there is a God you must have seen him what does he look like? Where does he live? I am God, replied Nimbo. Go, now sleep, and just me no more. Tarzan looked at Nimbo steadily for several minutes, his shapely head sunk just a trifle beneath, between his great shoulders. His square chin shot forward, his upper lip drew back, disposing his white teeth. Then, with a low growl, he leaped upon the ape, bred his fangs in the others hairy shoulder clutching the great neck with his mighty fingers twice he shook the old ape then released his t- t- told, "You are you God he demanded no well them go I'm only a poor old ape leave me alone go and ask the Gomori where God is they are hairless like yourself and the very wise too they should They should know Taz so releases them go and turned away the suggestion that he consult the blacks appealed to him Though he's heard of relations of the people among Ogia, the chief, with an emphasis of friendly, he would, could at least spy upon his hatred enemies, discover if they had intercourse with God. So it was that Tarzan set forth through the trees toward the village of the blacks, all excitement at the prospect of discovering the Supreme Being, Creator of all things, that he re reviewed, mentally, his armament, em- 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 the condition of his. Armament, the position of his hunting knife, the number of his arrows, use of the gut which sprung his at the bow. He had the war spirit, which once had been the pride of some black warrior of the Bolia tribe. But Tarzan, if he met God, Tarzan would be prepared. One could never tell whether a glass, rope, a war spear or a poison arrow would be the most officious against a familiar foe. Tarzan Hicks was most well quite Content, God wished to fight. Eight men had no doubt as the outcome of struggle. There were many questions and wished to put to the creator of the universe. But he hoped that God would not pr- prove a religion god. But his experience of life at all. Aw- ways that living creatures had taught him that any creature means for defence and defence was quite likely to provoke attack if in a proper mood. It was dark when Tarzan came to the village of Mongolia. As silently as silent shadows of the night, he sought his accustomed place among the branches of the great tree which overhung the parallelled perronside. Below him in the village street, he saw men and women. The men were hastily painted, more hastily than usual. Among them moved a weird, grotesque figure—a tall figure that went upon two legs of a man and yet had the head of a buffalo her tail dangled to his ankles beneath behind him and then he carried a bird, zebra tail which uh, the others clutched a bunch while well, the other clutched a bunch of small arrows tarzan was electrified could it be that chance he'd get to, get given him thus every early an opportunity to look upon god try his fingers neither man nor beast so what could it be then ever uh, then a creator of the universe eight men watched with every move of the strange creature. He saw the black women and women fall back to approach as though they stood in terror of its mysterious powers. Presently, he discovered that Dainty was speaking and that all listened in silence to his words. Tarzan was sure that none other than god could spy such awe in the hearts of Gomogogori go, he, or stop their mouths so efficiently without recourse to the arrows, so effectively with recourse to arrows and spears. So I was going come to look for the contempt the contempt upon the blacks. Prince to me because they gunity, small mates talked a great deal, ran away from the enemy. A big bull ape old mates of Kalinek talked but little and fought upon them with the slightest provocation. Nimble line was not given to Lucrusi. L- Yet all all the jungle L- L- folk, had a few who fought more often than he. and witnessed strange things at night, night none which he understood and perhaps because they were strange he thought they must have to do with god he could not understand he saw three youths receive their first war spears a weird summary which could test which dr strove certainly to render uncanny and, and awesome who's he interested he watched the slashing of the three black arms, brown arms three brown arms Exchange of blood with, with Mwagoba, the chief, and rites of ceremony of blood for brotherhood. He saw the zebra tail dipped in the cauldron of water, by which the witch doctor had made <coughs> magical passes. The while he danced and lips about. He saw the beasts and foreheads of each of the three notorieties not, not, sprinkle the charm liquid. Could the eight men have known the purpose of this act? It was intended to render the receptor invulnerable to attacks of his enemies and finish in the face of any danger. He would doubtless have slept in the village street and appropriated the village tail a portion of the contents of the cauldron. But he did not know, him. so he only wondered, not alone, at which what he saw, but at the strange sensations which played up and down his naked spine. as he induced, doubtless, by the same inorganic influence. It's held the black spectators intense or upon the verge of a hysterical upheaval longer Tarzan watched the more convincing came that his, that his eyes were upon guard, with the, the conviction came to determination have word with identity as Tarzan a to think was to act people in Mongolia were key to the high pitch of hysterical excitement it needed little to release the accommodated pressures of stoking red nerve force, which a terrorizing memory of the witch doctor had induced. Lying broad, studying out loud, close without, without the prenicide, Black studied nervously, dropping into outer sights as they listened to the repetition of the old familiar and always terrifying noise, in which Dr. Paul was in the midst of the great Mainly moderately rigid and conspicuous, he plumped his cunning mind, suggesting of how best he might take advantage of of his audience and a timely interruption. Already the evening had been marvellously profitable for him to him. There would be free growths sort of in, 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 initiation, free use to all full-furnished warriorship. Besides these, he had seized several gifts of grain. Beads together with a piece of copper wire, for the murring and terrified members of his audience, numbers were still were along taut nerves. When a woman's laugh, shrill and piercing, shattered the silence of the village, in a moment Tarzan closed, dropped lightly, retreating to the enemy village street. For his many blundered enemies, he stood taller by a forehead, and many Mugwumpoli's warriors straight, as they straight his arrow muscled, like to nimble the line. For a moment, Tarzan stood looking straight at the witch doctor. Every eye was upon him, yet no one had moved. Paralysis of terror held them to be broken. A moment later, the eight men, with a toss of their head, stepped straight toward the hideous figure beneath the buffalo head. Then, the nerves of black could stand no more. For months of the terror, the strange white jungle god had been upon them. Their arrows had been stolen the very centre of this village. Their warriors had been suddenly slain upon the village jungle trails. Their dead bodies dropped mysteriously by night into the wooded street as if from the heavens above. One or two there were who had glimpsed the strange figure of the new demon. And it was from that half-repeated descriptions that the entire village now recognised Tarzan as a fulfer of many of their eels. Upon another occasion, by daylight, the warriors would doubtless have leapt Attack him. A night, this night of all night, others which had they wrought to such a pit of nervous dread by in cunning their witch doctor, their helpless of terror. And one man, they turned and fled, scattered for their huts, a thousand advanced. A moment, once, um, one, for a moment, one and one, only held his ground. His witch doctor, more and half self hypnotized in belief in his own charity, the he faced his new demon, who threatened to undermine his ancient lucrative possession. "'Are oh, you guard?' asked Tarzan. The witch, doctor, having no idea of meaning of the other words, danced a few strange steps, let high in the air, turning completely round, lighting in a stupid position, with feet out far outspread, head thrust out towards the ape-man. Thus he remained for an instant before he uttered the word like a loud boo, which evidently intended to frighten Tarzan way but reality had no f- such effect Tarzan did not pause he had set out to approach the guard and nothing upon earth might now n- might now stay his feet seeing his antics had no potency with the witch doctor tried some new medicine but under the David's tail, which he still clutched in one hand, made circles above it with the arrows in the other hand, meaning while backing correctly away from Tarzan, and speaking confidently in the bush, bushy end of the tail. His medicine might be short medicine, however, for creature, god, or demon, was steadily closing up the distance which had separated them. Circles, therefore, were few and rapid, when they were completed, the witch doctor struck. To understand inspiration, which was intended to be awe boring, and waving the tail before him, drew an imaginary line between himself and Tarzan. Beyond this line, you cannot pass. For my medicine, is still strong medicine, he cried. Stop, or you are full dead. Your feet touch the spot. My mother was a voodoo. My father was a snake. I live upon lions' hearts and dittles of panther. I eat young babies for breakfast and demons of the jungle are my slaves I am the most powerful witch doctor in the world I feel nothing or nor can I, do, I cannot die for I cannot die but he got no further instead he turned and fled Tarzan Apes crossed the medical dread line and still lived after which Dr Ram Tarzan almost most lost his temper this is no way to, for a guard to act at least not in accordance with the conception Tarzan had come to have a guard come back he cried come back god i i will not harm you but the witch doctor was in full retreat by his time. Stepping high as he leaped over cooking pots and throwing embers of small fires that burnt before the huts of villages. Draped in his own hut, of witch doctor. Tear spun unwanted speed, but fertile with, with his efforts. Eight men bored. Sick of being
0: upsold at gyms? <laughs> My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our shred membership. For 130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. Every at Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just one dollar down and ten dollars a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May tenth. See Home Club for details.
1: Down, pulling the speed of rack under deer. Just at the entrance, of, just at the entrance of his hut, which doctor was overhauled, uh, a heavy hand fell upon his shoulder, dragging him back. He seized upon a portion of butter the hide, dragging the skies from him. As a naked black man black man, a tarzan now saw dodged in the blackness of his hut's interior. So it was that he had thought was that was that what he thought and thought it was God, it curled an angry style. He leapt into the hut after the terror stricken witch doctor. Blackness within he found a dark man huddled far end and dragged him forth in the comparative lightness of the moonlight night, which at the bit of scratch in an attempt to escape, a few cuffs across the head brought him a better realisation for tilly resistance. Beneath the moon, Tarzan held a cringing figure upon his shaking, its shaking feet. For you are, God, he cried. If you be God, then Tarzan's greatly God. So the eight men fought. I am Tarzan, he shouted into the body of the black. And all the jungles above it, upon the running waters, or the sleeping waters, or upon the big waters, a little water. and There is none so great as Tarzan. Tarzan is greater than McGowley. He is greater than gogomi His own hands, he has slain Numba the lion, Sheeta the panther. There is none so great as Tarzan. Tarzan is greater than God. See? With a strange sudden wrench of his twisted. He twisted the black neck until the fellow shrieked in pain and slumped the earth as in swoon. Placing the foot upon the neck of the fallen witch doctor, the ape man raised his face to the moon and uttered a long, shrill scream of the victorious leap. Then he stu- stoked and snatched the zebra's tail from the ne- nervous fingers and caught his man without a backward glance, retraced his footsteps across the village. For several hut doorways, Friday night watched him. Magboga, the chief, was one of those who had seen what passed for the hut or witch doctor. Mogbola was greatly concerned. Wise old so patriarch that he was, he never had more than half believed in witch-doctors. These lots since greater wisdom have come with age. The chief is well convinced of the power of the witch-doctor as the arm of government, and often was that of Magola, used to suppress his fears, people his own ends from the medium of the medicine man. Magola and the witch-doctor worked together and divided his spoils, and the other face of which the witch-doctor would be would be lost forever in any soul that Mongolia has seen, nor would these generations again have as much faith in any virtue of witch-doctor. Marola oh, must be, do something to the evil influence, foreign demons victory, of oh, the witch-doctor, raised a heavy spear and scratch slightly, beside the wake of the retreating late man. Down the midday street walked Tarzan, unconcerned and deliberate, as though only... Friendly apes of calyx surrounded him instead of a village full of armed enemies. Still, only the indifference of Tarzan for alert and watchful was ever every well trained sense. Mogola, Wali, Stalker, or the the of the keen eared jungle creatures moved near in utter silence. Not even baka the, baka, the deer with their great ears, could have guessed from any sound of Gola near but the black was not talking barra. He was talking man, and so he sought, only to avoid noise. close and closer to the slutty moving ape. Man he came. He raised his wall spear, throwing his spear his spearhead. And far back above his right shoulder, once and for all would Mogbola the chief rid himself of his people, the menace of his terrified enemy. He would make no poor cast. He'd make he would make pains. He would hurl his weapon, and much greater force, as he would finish the demon devil, demon forever. But Mogaboba gonga sure as he thought himself erred his calculations, he might believe he was talking a man, but he it, but it did not. However, that he was a man with delicate sense. Prevention of the lower orders, Tarzan had had. When he had turned his back upon his enemy, agent never would have thought it, considering in hunting the man, the wind was blowing in the same direction that Tarzan was feeling in carrying his delicate nose to the tools. The which arose behind him, thus it was that Tarzan knew he was being followed. Uh, even among the many sentences of an African village, the ape man's uncanny facility, but the task of differing one stench from another, locating with remarkable precision the source which whence it came from. came. He knew that a man was following him, a Kareem he which had warned him of the purpose of the stalker, and Bowler therefore came into spear range the ape man, and then suddenly, later suddenly whirled upon him so so suddenly that this poised poison spear was shot a fraction a second before mogulia had attended. He went and trifle high and Tarzan stood to it to let it pass over his head, when he sprang towards the chief, but Bagola Mangola, had not waited wait, wait to receive him. Instead he turned and fled with a dark, dark way, and the was hut calling he went for his warriors to fall upon the stranger and slay him. Well, indeed, Mike Margulis screamed for help, for Tarzan, young and fleet footed covered the distance between him, between them in great leaps of speed, a charging lion. He ran in too, not unlike Nimba himself. Margulis heard that his blood ran cold. He could, only, he could feel the walls stiffen by his head, and a prickly chin- chill ran up his spine, as though death had come and run his cold finger along Margulis' back. I was too, that they saw from the darkness of their huts bold warriors hideously painted crowds being heavy war war spears in nerveless fingers among, among, against number of the lion they would they would have charged fiercely among many, t- many against many things, their own number of black boys would have raced to the protection of the chief, but a weird jungle demon filled. It made terror, there was nothing human in the visual growls. It rumbled up from the deep chest. Deep it was a living being, bare fangs, and cattle leaps. Mangalu's warriors were now were terrified, too terrified to leave the seeming security of their huts. They watched the beast man spring a, a fall upon the back of the old, their old chieftain. Mago- Magolia went down with a scream of terror. He was too frightened even to attempt to defend himself. He just lay beneath his antagonist in the paralysis of fear. Screaming at the top of his lungs, Tarzan half rose and kneeled above the black. He turned Magolia over, looked him in the face, exposing the man's throat. He drew his long, long, long key knife, a knife that belonged to Lord Grace brought with in England many years before. He raised it close above Magolia's neck. The old black whimpered with terror. He pleaded for his life in a tongue Tarzan could not understand. But for the first time the ape man had a close view of the chief, he saw an old man, a very old man, scrawny neck and wrinkled face, dry partial like face, which resembled some of the little monkeys Tarzan knew so well. He saw the terror in his man's eyes. Never before Tarzan seen such horror, such terror in the man's eyes, but any animal. Such a pious appeal for mercy upon the face of any creature. Something stayed at the ape man's hand for an instant. He wondered why it was that he hesitated to make the kill. The avoid thus delayed. The old man seemed to wither and shrink to a bag of puny bones beneath his eyes. Sweet so he and helpless, afraid, terror-driven, fear, terror. Stricken, he appeared that ape-man was filled with great contempt by any of the sensations claimed him, so he knew to Tarzan apes ape in revelation to the enemy it pity pity for the poor, frightened old man. Tarzan rose and turned away, leaving Mongolia and chief unharmed the head held, held the head held head held her eye. The ape-men walked through the village, swung himself to the branches of a tree, which overlooked the breast and disappeared from the sight of the villages. All the way back to stamping round the, the apes, Tarzan sought for explanation of a strange power that stayed in his hand and prevented him from staying back earlier. It was as though someone greater than he had commanded to spare the life of the old man. Tarzan could not understand. He could not conceive of n- nothing or no one with the authority to dictate to him what he would do or what he should retain, frame for doing. He was late when Tarzan sought a swaying couch through the, the trees beneath which he slept the apes of Calic. He was still bold in solution his sleeping pattern he fell asleep. The sun was well up, the heavens We he woke, the apes were stir in search of food. Tarzan watched him lazily from above as they scratched in the rooting loom of bugs and beetles and scrubbums, are salt among the branches of trees, for eggs and dying birds or lecherous lu- caterpillars. An orchard dangling close beside his, his head, opened softly unfolding its delicate petals, the for light of the sun, which but recently penetrated its shady retreat. A thousand times the thousand and witnessed the beauteous miracle, and now his was aroused by keener interest. The eight man was just commencing asking questions about all the myriad wonders which they therefore therefore he, here the he had taken for granted. What made the flowers open? What made it grow from a tiny bud to full-grown, blown bloom? Why was this? Was it all? It all. Why was it it at all? Where was he? Where did Numa the lion come from? Oh, planted a great fir tree. How did Goro get away up in the darkness of the night sky to cast his welcome light? The fearsome nocturnal grungle The sun. Did some mischief happen there? there? Why well, were the, all the people of the jungles not trees? Why were the trees not something else? Why were Tarzan different from Tag and Tag, different from Dream Theater? they were different from Sheena and the Panther. Why were not and like Bluto, my Where Where and how, anyway, did they all come here from? The trees, the jungles, the insects, countless creatures of the jungle. Quite unexpectedly, an idea popped into Tarzan's head in following out the main ramifications of the directory, definition of God. He had come upon the word freight, the calls to come into existence, to fall out, fall out of nothing. Tarzan must have arrived at something tangible when a distant whale startled him from his preoccupation to sensibility present and real. The came from the jungle the same little distance from Tarzan's swaying couch. It was a dear wall of sunny blue. Tars reckoned it once and voice of gazan tigers baby. They called it gazan because it was soft, baby hair and unusually really red. And gazan in the language of great apes means red skin. A whale was immediately followed by a real scream of terror from its small lungs. Tars electrified in action, instant action, like an arrow from a bow, he shot through the trees, direction of sound. Ahead of him, he heard a savage snarling of an ape. I don't snarling over that adult she ape. It was Tiko to the rescue. The danger must be real real. Tarza could not could tell by a note of rage, mingled with fear in the limb voice of of her she running among bending limbs. Bending limbs, swinging from one tree to another, the ape men raced through the middle of the red terraces, towards the sounds which now risen in volume, deafening proportions. From all directions, the apes of Kallik were hearing in response to the the tones of Boto, Butu, and his mother, as though they came. And as they came, the real roars reverberated through the forest. But Tarzan Swifter and his fellow, fellow, his heavy fellows, distanced them all. But it was he who first upon the scene. We saw centers Colchin chill from his great fame, for the enemy was the most hated and loathed of jungle feeder and creatures. Between the great tree was Hallowed nature, the snake, huge, ponderous, slimy, and the folds of its deadly face, with tickers little below, to as an end, nothing in the jungle spied within the fresh of the Tarzan, so near the resemblance of fear, as did the t- hideous Half Saf h too loathed the terrifying reptile and feared him even more than they did Cheetah, the panther, or Nimba, the lion. For all their enemies were a little girl, they gave a wide above when they gave Hattish the snake. Tazanutu Tika was particularly fearful of his silent repulsive father. As the scene broke from his vision, it was the reaction Antika Tika which filled him with greater wonder. When it's wonderful, At the moment he saw her, as she leaped upon the gristing body the snake, and as the mighty foes had cycled, circled her as well as her offspring, she made no attempt effort to escape, but instead grasped the raving body in a fertile as effort to wear tear it when it screaming balloon. Tarzan knew it was all too late. He knew only too well how deep rooted was Tikka's terror of Hattashitar. He could, he scarce could, believe the testimony of his own eyes when they told him she had voluntarily rushed into deadly embrace. Nor was Tigger's imminent dread of the monster much greater than Tarzan's own. Never willingly had he touched a snake, nor could he not say that he not fear, admit fear of nothing? Nor is it fear of an inherent compulsion, requested to him by the many generations of civilized ancestors, back, back of, the, of them, perhaps than about countless marauds, such as Tika, and the breast of each of which there had lurked the same nameless terror in slimy reptile. Etasa did not hesitate more than had Tika, but leapt upon his chair. All the speed and per- preternaturality he would have shown, he sprung upon Bukka Buc- the deer to make food, kill for food. Thus beset, the snake withered and twisted horribly, but did, not for an instant did it lose its hold upon any of its victims. For it was included, it included the eight men. Cold braced the minute he had leapt upon it. The old clean tree and the mighty reptile held it free, though it had been within ch- been, been the weight, and while it sought to crush the life from them, Tarzan had drawn the wood's life, and he now plunged it rapidly in the body of the enemy. so clean foes promised to snap his life before he had uh, inflicted a death wound upon the snake. Yet it's uh, uh, only his fault, nor did he seek to escape so the horrid death that confronted him. So aim was a Slay hash and that's freeing tinker and a balloon. The great wide graping jaws, the snake turned and hovered above him, lest it more, ma- ma- move, and an company rabbit on the horned back, a vehicle facility yawned for him. The charr, is turning his attention upon the ape man, bowed his head in reached of that type of blade, its lean brown hand leaped forth and seized a mottled neck. Another drove the heavy funding, funding blade, knife to the hilt into a little brain. conversely his chest shuddered, relaxed, tense, and relaxed again, whipping and striking his great body by a long, long ascendant of or sensible, or sensible. His head, the child was dead. But in, in his death throes, he might have easily scratched a dozen eights of men. Quickly Tarzan seized Tucker, and dragged her from the loosened embrace, driving her to the ground beneath. Then he hatched to eat the batulu and tossed it to his mother. Still had whipped about, clinging to the snake-man. But after his dozen efforts, Tarzan succeeded, wriggling free and leaping to the ground, out of range of mighty battering of the dying snake. A circle of each surrounded scene of the battle, but the moment that Tarzan broached safely from the enemy, they turned slightly away to resume their interrupted feeding, and Tarka had been turning with, with turned with him, but forget for all but Babu and the fact that an interruption had occurred. She had just been discovered in a dangerously hidden nest containing three perfectly good eggs. Tarzan could be indifferent to the battle. It was me over really cast a parting glance at the steel where everybody in Hestar and wandered off between the poor little pool which served to water the tribe at his, at his point strangely he had not given a victory over, over the Heshtar, Hestar many he could have not, not, not told you other than were not to him Hestar was not an animal he differed in some peculiar way from the other Deftins of the jungle so as he only knew that he hated him "'A poor Tarzan drank his foil, fill, "'and lay stretched upon the soft grass "'beneath the shade of a tree. "'His mind reverted to the battle "'which had Tar, the snake. "'It seemed strange to him that Taka "'should have placed herself within the folds, of "'the horrid monster. "'Why had he done it? "'Why indeed had he? "'Taka did not belong to him, but nor did Target baloo. "'They were both Taks, Well, why then he done all this? Joe was not food for him, when he was dead, there seemed to Tarzan now he gave the matter of thought. No reason in the world why no. he should have done the thing he did. No. Presently occurred to him he had acted almost involuntary, just as he acted when he released the old Gomori no. a previous evening. What made him no. do such things somebody no. more powerful than he must f- Force him to act at times. All-powerful, foot tozen Little bugs say that God is all-powerful. It must be the God made me do these things, For I never did them by myself. If God had made Tika rush upon Tika would never go near Heshtha, her own volition. It was God who held with my knife the throat of Gamalige. God accomplishes strange things, so He is all powerful. I can't see Him. But I know it must be God who does his things. No majority, no, way, no way, could do it, do them. The flowers have made them grow. Ah, now it is all explained. The flowers, the trees, the moon, the sun itself, every living creature in the jungle. They were all made by God out of nothing. And what was God? Why did God like. Looked like. Of that he had no conception, but he was sure that everything was that was good came from God. His good act was refraining from slaying the poor, defenceless old Kamari. Tika's love had held him, her, in the brace of death. His own loyalty to Tika, which had jeopardized his life, that as much he might live. The flowers, the trees were good and beautiful. God had made them. He had made the other creatures too that Each might have food upon which to live. He made Sheemda, Sheeta the panther, with his of coat, nimble and lion, with his noble head, saggy mane. He made Buck the deer lov- lovely and graceful. His ties and found God. He spent the whole day in the British attributing to him all the good and beautiful things of nature. But there was one thing which troubled him. He could not quite conceal, reconcile to his concept of his new found God. Who made a chara?